Welcome to the Build and Inspire podcast. We meet incredible people building amazing things, so you'll be inspired to build what you're passionate about. Alfredo, ¿cómo estás? ¿Qué te pasa? Muy bien. ¿Tú cómo estás, Leo? Perfecto. Te, te extraño. Te, te vi casi como que fue dos meses, tres meses en Miami. Puede ser. Sí, sí, en diciembre. En diciembre, <laughs> tres meses. Tres meses. I, I, people are going to think this is a Spanish podcast now. Well, we could, could become a Spanish podcast. We so should make audience. it a Spanish, a Spanish podcast, too. <laughs> we'll, we'll do the, the second take on, on Spanish. How, how big are podcasts in Mexico or Latin America? Um, that's a good question. I'd, I'd be lying if, I, if, I, if I'd answer that. I, I think they're, they're starting to get big. Uh, what I hear now is a lot of uh, comedians doing podcasts. So that's like the stand-up to podcasts is becoming big. Interesting. I, yeah, I've heard of a bunch of uh, Brazilian comedians doing that now. Yeah. That's pretty Sorry. cool. Because podcasts are like the biggest thing here in the United States. And I obviously, I mean, I host one, but <laughs> obviously I love them and I listen to them all freaking day. Yeah, I listen to, to American podcasts, not, not much to, to uh, native like Spanish podcasts. Interesting. That's, that's something that we're going to have to look into because maybe that's something we need to explore and actually do. Yeah. I'll work on my Spanish. Uh, it's good practice. Yeah. Well, I I want to say thank you so much for doing this for the second time. So for <laughs> obviously no one knows, but we actually ended up recording this in Miami in person, but it didn't record. <laughs> it was so, it was a good excuse to have a great conversation. So exactly. I mean, which is this is the whole point of the podcast. Anyway, this is what I do. I'm like I'm just hanging out with people that I love and people that I enjoy and I find interesting and. Now I'm just recording it. So this is, these are things you and I would do anyway. Exactly. How many episodes in are you? So I have five that are officially out. Uh-huh. And we have about two or three that are recorded that need to be edited. So I'm going to break them up into season one and season two. So okay. you're going to be part of season two. Nice. So for those listening now that it's season two, tell us a little bit about yourself your background, what you do and uh, what you're doing and especially why you're doing it. Okay, that's good. That's good. Uh, so I'm Alfredo. Uh, what do I do? I've, wor- I've been working in, in, um, in advertising all my life. Um, and I say I went into, into advertising because I was uh, maybe too afraid to become a, an artist. <laughs> so this is, this is maybe, maybe a, a halfway now to be mm. able to make some money and, and still be creative. So um, I'm originally from Venezuela. I went to school uh, in the States and I've been living in Mexico for the last 15 years. Wow. And specifically Mexico City, right? Mexico City, which I love. Yeah. I'm Mexican now too. So this is very, very yeah, lucky is, and happy to be here. Which is where you and I met too, while you were working at Havas. I was at Havas and Leo came for, for one day. You, you, you did a, uh, a demo for, for Sisomos, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for Sysmos. And, and, and we became fast friends. I remember I, I gave you a ride uh, to, you, you were going to, uh, that was, I, it was maybe a Thursday and, and it was right near lunchtime and, and you had the rest of the afternoon off. Yeah, and you're like, hey, I'm heading down towards your hotel. You want to ride? I'm like, sure. And then we also, 
we ended up bonding because we have the same cell phone cover. I remember that. Yeah. 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 I don't have that anymore. Now, now I switched, but yeah. That's funny. We, we got to change that. But um, how long were you at Havas? I spent uh, 10 years at Havas. It's a, it's, a, it's a lifetime in, in advertising. Oh, uh, heck yeah. I think three years in advertising is a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I spent a lot of time be, in, in a way because it was, I had maybe, it was like three or four different jobs at Havas. So I was very lucky. Um, I was invited to, to, be part of the team that started the branded entertainment in Havas. Mm -hmm. And this was uh, maybe 2007. So it was very early on and, and in Latin America, very, very early on. Sure. And, and it was the, like the, the first four or five years were, were amazing because we were doing um, things that, that I still consider very, very breakthrough. And also we're doing like um, original uh, branded content for open television. We were doing podcasts back then. We, we did a podcast. Oh, did you? A, we did a, a podcast for a contraceptive. Oh, great. interesting. It was like, like a, it was like a very racy teen soap opera. How uh, long ago was this? This was, uh, well, 2008. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was crazy. We, we, the, the plan was to get, um, to use advertising space in cinemas like they give you like a whole minute okay. and um and with the lights out run like the trailer of the of this of this uh this teen racy soap opera no? so so it was it's funny that, that is really really cool so actually i should have asked this from the beginning though but what is havas for those that may not know oh, well havas is a, is a um, big advertising agency in, in, in well, it's, it's funny, you know, in, in the group, in the world of agencies, there are like two giants and then there's the rest of the, yeah, of like the WPP, yeah. uh, WPP publicity, publicists and I think Omnicom maybe are the three big. And then Havas is maybe five, fifth or sixth, um, which is it, the good thing. It's, it's more nimble and it's very, it's uh, more, more quick to, to adopt change. Sure. Um, paradoxically in Mexico, it's, it's super, super big. So it's a big media agency. And that gave us, um, I think a very interesting, um, vantage point and, and unexpected point to do, um, innovation, but knowing what the, what the brands are doing from the media aspect, which is not usually where, where innovation comes from. Yeah, it's amazing. I think, uh, Havas is, Havas is probably, most popular office is the Chicago office, right? Yes. Yeah. It's kind of like yeah. the, they're based out of France, but their flagship like office is like Chicago. That's where everything. Yeah. Goes. Chicago has been the, have us bet is, is, um, is to, to merge creative and media again. Mm -hmm. And, um, and the Chicago office is, is, um, has been very, very, very good at doing that. Amazing. So, I, I think one of the examples you told me, sorry to cut you off, was uh, the Nike example. Remember you and I were actually, I forgot what neighborhood you and I were hanging out in Mexico. In Condesa, you were talking, yeah, we were yeah. walking around Condesa. And yeah, I was, I was lucky to handle Nike for, for, well, all my tenure at Havas, uh, Nike was the client. And then for, for about two years, I handled it, but as, a, as an accounts person, no? yeah. just a, a, a challenge. No, that, that's I, an important job. And, and Nike has, has like, uh, 
typically they have like a normal year and then a big year because it's either a World Cup or a, or a, or Olympics. So, yeah. so I was lucky enough to have um, Olympics. Uh, the, the, was it 2016 Olympics? Mm-hmm. And what we did is we the the campaign coming down from Portland was. Uh, Ah, was uh, unlimited. It's, it's more or less like a big concept. Sure. So what we did is, is there's there's this this uh, barrio, no, in, in Mexico City where we were walking. It's it's a it's a like a roundabout, no. It's called the 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 hippodromo Condesa. It used to be the hippodrome. Is that how you call it? Where the horses, like the racehorse. No? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it has like a circular a circular um, um, street. Um, where people run. So what we did is, is we, we, we turned it into, into sort of a racetrack and it became an unlimited racetrack for 17 days or so 24 seven during the whole Olympics. That's amazing. It was activated with sports and, um, and depending on whatever was happening on the Olympic, we, we tweaked what happened on the racetrack. No? So one day it would be, uh, it would be like warm up for, for basketball. And then we, we'd host, um, basketball games and courts nearby yeah another day would be soccer and, and another day would be women and so on and so forth so forth so a bit of like real-time marketing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's awesome and obviously you're mixing all the paid media behind it as well right so promoting it yeah so the the yeah the advantage from uh, doing it from Havas was was um that we had um we had a very good viewpoint into what we we not only knew the the briefs, but we knew what the what the brands were doing media wise. Mm-hmm. So so many times you can you can leverage existing negotiations, so you can leverage uh, also the um, the the content creating power of media mm-hmm. uh, and put it at the service of of brands. No? And 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 many times I think brands don't have to start from scratch. No? If, sure. Yeah. You have content creators that that's what they do. That's what they what they've been doing um, all along. That's that's their core. So so why not tap into that no? of instead of, of, of trying to to build everything uh, yourself? No, I'm, I'm, obviously that makes sense, and that's what people are doing now, and especially with like influencers, right? Like getting them to create content. And Havas is actually driving that too. Like I remember listening to a podcast with the head creative in Havas. He's like, my competition isn't anyone at Ogilvy or JWT or any other agency it's that person down the street that has their their phone and is recording video mm-hmm. which is interesting so you spent 10 years in havas then now you're on your own yes well well and and, and you were you were part of the of the, of the seeds of that story what would um let's check out what, what do we have here about this for you uh. oh shoot you know what <laughs> so <laughs> all right. So for those that can't see it, those listening on the audio. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. You, you tell them, you tell them the story though. Well, what, what, there was, there was a, it's a funny story. Now what, what happened and this is one of the, like the, the adventures and misadventures of, of advertising. Yeah. Um, this makes me so excited. Yeah. A little after, after I met Leo, um, I was, I was still at the agency and we had a opportunity to pitch for, for, um, Big beer company, so so it's Heineken, not not the brand, but Heineken, the company now behind mm-hmm. the brand, which is, yeah. um, and it it was a huge opportunity because in Mexico they have half of the market, um, so that's that's a lot of beer. Uh, they're the the second uh, biggest 
media spending uh, country for, for Heineken in the world and the first country um, in revenue for Heineken. So it is a, a huge challenge. Mm-hmm. And, um, and those of you in advertising know, know more or less a drill now. You, you're giving maybe, you know, for weeks, uh, you, you're given a brief full of, of, of cases now and you have to solve yeah. We needed it yesterday. Now. So, um, so that was, um, so we had a big challenge. We, have, we had uh, four weeks to, to answer to the brief, but, but we had little leeway. We had like, you know, we, we were told we were going to participate in the pitch a week before we were given the formal brief. So I told um, my boss, uh, then the CEO of, of Havas, I said, listen, we have, to, we have to answer this in a way um, where, where we can break the mold, no? not, not answer the same questions everybody is asked, but answers the questions the way we want to, we would answer them. Mm-hmm. Um, so so we, we can showcase uh, our, our, our advantages and our point of view um, for, you know, about advertising and for Heineken. So before uh, waiting for the actual brief, we decided to uh, give ourselves a challenge and then and, and launch a beer. So yep. it wouldn't be... It wouldn't be like a fake campaign for a fake beer. It it it, it would be a real beer yeah. uh, that existed. We would we 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 gave ourselves a challenge of, you know, coming up with a brand, coming up with a manufacturer, making the beer, and and making a campaign one week before the pitch presentation, so we would have actual like real results um, of a real campaign. I remember, and that's how how Seis Grados was born. Now Seis Grados is six degrees, so so you know, um, um, riffing riffing off on that on that the six degrees of se- separation theory. Yeah. Um, that that's what what we asked. And I say, well, six degrees uh, uh, is beer is the original social media. No, so so that's that's why we yeah. have. This beer now, because having having a beer with with somebody is much more than than liking them on on Facebook or Instagram or or LinkedIn. Like you said, it's their original social network. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's and, and in a way that's so so it, it was a great story because it it, it was pretty much a, a one man show as as it should be. Everybody in the agency was head over head over heels working on the real pitch, and in the end, um, I was left. Um, pretty much on my own resources to, to, yeah. to come up with a beer and, and with a campaign and so forth. And, and luckily enough, um, Leo was excited, you know, and then you had some time off, and 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 we were able to to you know jump jump ideas around. It was so much fun. It was it was fun. So yeah, I mean, we launched the website. We launched all social media, all paid media. We, even on the website, we had a whole UGC stream content curation portal in like five days. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and you created a beer in five days, which that's what you were showing for those that are listening, like in your hand right now, says Grados. Yeah, yeah, there's a beer. We did, it was funny. We did, we did, uh, it, it, the numbers kind of worked out because we did a, a very limited run. We did uh, 360 bottles. So yeah, that, I mean, to me, that sounds happened. like a lot. And that 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 turns out to be sixty six packs. So okay, so what we lot. did is yeah yeah it's a lot. So so what we did is is we did um like a little like like a little dynamic on, on social on, on, on yeah on social media. So you would you would uh, go into the site and, and through Facebook Connect you could you could pick five friends who you'd like yep. to have a, a six packs with. So 
you know, when, when you when you hit, you know, send, you would send a message to those five friends saying, mm-hmm. oh, long time no see, we should have a beer together. Um, and you're you're competing for for one of the 60 six packs of, of sure. say, one of the only 60 six packs. So yeah. it was exciting. It was a lot of fun. And 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 going back to your your question, um, what 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 that experience triggered for me is that um, it's um, I, I came into advertising because of this uh, creative spark, and you, you want to you want to make make yeah. stuff. No? You want to be an artist. Yeah. And now, um, but but for the first time, I was able to 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 make and that advertising. Of course, you make you make the communication and you make campaigns. You make that. Uh, for some for someone else now you make it you make it on brief and you make it it's it's on you're at yeah. the service of, of your client so what what was funny in in this case is that we were our own client and and we learned that what what we have um our skill set from advertising can also help in in making the product itself or the brand itself uh, we 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 could advertise now so of course so it's sort of a reframed the, the way I thought about about my work and the way I thought about what what I was capable of, mm-hmm. and, uh, and was the, the 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 seeds of 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 what I'm doing now, no? Which which is yeah. a new, new exciting project. So what is it that you're doing now? Well, uh, last August, so it almost almost six months ago, we started uh, Post Data, which is um, yeah, a small small consulting gig, uh, uh-huh. and um, why post data? Because um, you know, even though we agree that every decision should be based on on, on data and information and, and observable and recordable events, um, we think data is is overhyped now and it's overblown sure. and it's 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 worthless unless you can come up with insights and actions uh, uh, from the data. So so what we're doing is um, we're we're doing marketing, but but. With a, with an outsourcing uh, type of uh, solution. No? Mm-hmm. So so, um, so for example, there's a quick example. There was a our first client was a, a media outlet in Mexico. So a new news media that's digital first, video first. And when we met them, it was maybe September. They had a logo and a closed beta. Uh-huh. And they, they wanted to launch on December first because we had a, a precedent change no it was a day so um so it's a big challenge no? he says well they were they were asking us um they were they were trying to engage us as, a, as an advertising agency and, and mm-hmm. i was very very uh, sincere with my client i said listen uh, you don't have you don't have enough to give and to give us or to give anybody a proper brief. So, so this garbage in garbage out. No, you, sure, you want yeah, to maybe the best agency well, that, in Mexico. It, but that was good that you said that too. I think that comes from your account management days too, right? Uh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it was worthwhile. No, it didn't seem like at the time, but, <laughs> um, yeah. so, um, so he said, listen, uh, what, what I propose is to, to work on your brand first no? and, and then we'll see what, what the advertising looks like, but, but you need, we need something to start with yeah of course uh, it's not uh, the logo is not enough no yeah well what ends like you said like you shouldn't shit out what ends up happening is it doesn't your whatever you make isn't what they think or what they want 
And that's because, like you said, you had shit in. So at the end of the day, they're not going to like what you like and you're going to get blamed for it. Exactly. So, so that was very exciting because we were giving the opportunity to, to, um, to start from scratch no? and, 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 sure. and, and, and go, go, go out to the street and go out to, go out to the potential consumers and do, yeah. do some social listening and, and do some, some research and, and come up with a proper insight, come up with a proper sure. a brand purpose and all that. And, and then we came up with a campaign, which was good. Well, I think the, the key takeaway that I take from there is that that was just an opportunity you had. You had an opportunity to be a real trusted advisor, to be a real support system, to be a real consultant, right? Like so you could have just said yes, right? Or you could have said no, right? And then moved yeah. on like, hey, call me when you have your shit together. But ultimately, I don't see like that's, that's being a bad trusted advisor. That's not being a good partner. So I think that was... That's key right there because now you have this opportunity. Now you're able to do this at work. Yeah, and and the, and the reason why why we can we can we can tackle that is, and 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 I was I was also very excited when I started uh, putting post data together and talking to you about it. Um, I remember you showed me what your friend uh, Jay Jay yeah, Mandel was doing yeah. in, in, in New episode York. two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I heard it. I I did my values already. I had to talk to Jay about it. So. Um, and it was great because we're 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 looking at uh, we're looking at the problem and we're think, we're proposing a solution in a very similar fashion where yeah. we think that I th I think the 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 moment for for big agencies is 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 maybe over no or it's, at least it's not necessary and, sure uh, why do you say that because I think the 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 consumer has changed and, and the way to communicate has changed. And you were talking about it now. You, you yeah. can now, now you're not changed. You're not chained to, to big media, for example, for distribution because influencers can do that for you. No? Yeah. And maybe that that's good enough no? or, or that's more than enough. So, so the rules have changed and that they have changed. Um, and, and the rules, not only of, of what the consumer expects and how the consumers um, get their, get their messages but also but also the way the way we work has changed you know so we don't need i think uh, we have much more access to infrastructure we have much more access to flexible infrastructure we have much more access to to talent and to and everything has become very specialized so so what we what what would might we saw now when we when we tried to found when we when we founded post data is that um our, our, our job or our focus is to um, identify and integrate the right talent for the right challenge. That yep. doesn't mean we have to own that talent. Of course. It's almost the opposite. No? It's, it's more, we're, we're more likely to find better talent if, if we're open about it. And, 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 so, so, and that so, they're excited to work on it. And it's, and it's all project-based. And it, yeah. it, that lets you really do a fine-tuning between what that project needs and, and how you can solve it. No? Yeah. I'm so, smiling and laughing because like, obviously when you, you work full time at an agency or anywhere, you're going to have a couple of clients and a couple of projects that, you know, you're rather not maybe. <laughs> no, I, but, but even if you, if you, if you like your, your clients or brands or not, you have, you have a fixed set of, of people who you have to solve everything with. Got it. So, and, yep. and, and they might be, uh, the best creative for 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 toothpaste, but not for for tennis shoes, no, or whatever, no. Yeah. And and, and maybe this project demands something different. And if you don't have that 
in the house, not, then, then it, it can become a problem. Now you're trying to fix everything with the same solution. So, so it's like putting I, me on like sports things. <laughs> I know me, zero about sports. Yeah, the same thing. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you did that, but you did this, the, the Super Bowl dunk. Yeah. It's funny. Someone the other day asked me, they're like, were you really upset that you had to miss the Super Bowl? I'm like, if it wasn't for Oreo, I wouldn't even have known that the Super Bowl was happening. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's how little, how little about sports. Yeah, but um, and I and I love to ask you about that. I'm, I'm sure the the way you tackle that, uh, you, um, and I, I've never asked you for the details on that story. I, I, but but um, I'm sure the, the the success the success behind that is having your ear to the ground, no, and having a a, a really good and flexible team where, where everybody knows what what uh, what they're good at and and they can sure. they can collaborate, no. Yeah, no, 100%. It's like, it, it's exactly what you're saying. Like we used to say casting. This is when people start tuning out, by the way, because they're like, that was seven years ago. And Leo, shut up, stop talking about it. <laughs> but um, it was casting at the end of the day, right? Like we would hire, there was lots of people that we hired for Oreo that didn't work out. And obviously lots of amazing people that we hired that did work out internally and externally. So I think your approach to casting for the right project is a great way to think about it. It's almost like SEAL Team 6, right? SEAL Team 6, they have different groups that focus on specific areas. You have someone in a team that focuses on like desert warfare and then you have one that focuses on like Arctic warfare, if that exists, right? But you do train for that kind of stuff. And at the end of the day, I see that's what you're doing. Yeah, and it, it's, it's working out. And also for going back to this project, it was great because for the first phase, you now when we needed more of to to build the brand now from, yeah. from from the ground up um we were able to work with a with a, with a brand strategist that's yeah. what this guy does now and the guy's the news company you're talking about yeah yes and we were very you know this guy is is the guy who would you know he's a sociologist he's the guy who would go out to the street and, and interview potential uh, readers and so forth and get very deep now on, on why a subject we, matter expert in that area yeah and then, and then when we have the brand uh Put together and we know you know whatever we call it the brand compass or whatever and we have already a, a you know a, a sort of a map of where we want to get to yeah to hire the the best creative for the job no and 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 i don't have to have on my team or anything this it was available for the project it was maybe two weekends not of office time and, and we could get the best possible yep. and just get it done and um, so that's that's the way we are we are approaching it, and and it's and, and we're happy now. And after you know after after running it uh, and, and talking to people, I found out this this is what what has been called the, the gig economy. You know? so yeah, sure. We're, we're doing is is just uh, capitalizing on 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 that. Well, it's essentially like you you said. I love how you're, you're tying it together too. Like it was what you did for seis grados. You just built a team. Like you called me up. I remember you called up a bunch of other people that you knew, and you're like, "Hey, let's get on the phone and let's just do some cool shit." Yeah, yeah. And, and it's and yeah, and, and and it's working out. So so what we're doing and it's is is um, and I'll just finish it off now. We're doing that that marketing um, outsourced marketing now, which is that piece. So it's that that's a more traditional looking. Yeah, uh, we're doing some consulting, which is more to tackle maybe tougher questions and just come up with, with, you know, discovery and recommendation and action that's plan. And, and that's what, what we're learning there, which is, is a lot of fun is we're, we're finding a little product uh, in um, teaching organizations on how to accelerate their, 
video production. So you started the podcasts by saying you think of yourself an artist as an artist and anyone who follows you on social media knows that you draw little pictures and also that you're always creating music and I know you and your family you're always doing artistic things. Your company's called Post Data and now in the past let's say 5 7 years data has been like the most important thing right like data driven marketing. Do you feel like we're losing some of the artistry or you have the ability an inability to become and do art like you wanted to? I, I wouldn't think I wouldn't say we're losing the artistry but I think we are losing um, our confidence in, in making decisions on, on the aesthetics. No? Got it. And of course, there, there is a place for A-B testing and there is a place for of course. artificial intelligence and all that. But, but, I, but I think uh, there's also a place for, for the muse no? and these, and these yeah. creatives that are like touched, by, touched by the gods no? and they know, yeah, they yeah. know how, to, how to connect with the consumer and it's, it's more of a, of, a, of, a, of a taste thing. No? Yeah. So do you feel actually, now that you, I mean, you've hired and built many teams at Havas, you're building teams now. Do you feel like artistic talent actually is less interested in joining advertising now because of this? Um, or no, or are you just seeing a different? Mm, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a good question. What, what I think is that I, I, I see it maybe in a different, in a different way. I think that w when I was going to school and when I was looking for my first job, the options for creative types were, were very limited mm -hmm. to either advertising, perhaps like, you know, production, like video production sure. or, so forth, or maybe some creative. outlets, not in some spaces at the publishing or, or media, um, but not much more. No? And you always needed like the, the machine no? to, to, to get your work out there. No? You needed to work in a system. Yeah. I think now the um, uh, creatives, or the creative types have many more ways of, of getting their output out there. No, so so I, what what that and that's where where influencers come in, and that's where co-creation and and sure. all these independent content podcasts, makers, you name it, podcasts, and, and 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 that's that's what I think has changed the most. No, I think you don't need um, you're you're not stuck to trying to do advertising alone. If you're creative, if you have a you know, if you're a good photographer, then you can get your work out there. If you're yeah. a musician, you can get your work out there. And, and for me, that's what's changed. And the other piece that's interesting is that, and I think there's a, it's, it's, it's more or less a, a fallacy now where we think uh, the creatives are the guys, you know, the, the ones who, who, who draw and write well and make music and all so forth. And, and I think there's, there's room and there's a role for creativity in almost any task. So, so for example, the best, uh, data scientist I've worked with now and this guy is a genius and he's I love him to death now yeah and what makes him great is that he's a great creative of course canvas is data now that's what he works with but, but yeah uh, beautiful work with the data and that's what makes the data uh, meaningful now yeah yeah well it's I think art intelligence these are words that have these defined meanings in our meanings in our this society, but they're mostly used incorrect, right? Because an artist is someone who just takes really elements of nothing and makes something amazing or beautiful out of it. That could be an engineer, right? That could be someone who's you know building like a change management, operationalizing, uh, you know, workflow 
that could be that, right? Like yeah. that is art. It may not always be what we call traditional art, but also like I look at you and other musicians, I don't know how to play music. I don't understand the first thing about playing music. And I'm like, that is genius. And that is an intelligence that I respect and admire that I don't have at all. And I think we need to understand on how to respect people for those individual gifts and, and pieces of, and of art and creation that they have. Yeah, definitely. So you were at Havas. A big part of this podcast is for people to have the opportunity to become inspired to start their own businesses, do what they want to do. And I've had many conversations with people, actually people from Havas and people from elsewhere that say, actually, I want to leave the industry and I want a coffee shop or I just want to start a brewery, right? Like what made you look personally besides seeing an opportunity in the space, in the market, right? What made you personally want to go out on your own? Because you, you could have, based on your position at Havas, you could have tried, maybe you did, I don't know, but like to change and do things as to what you're doing now. But what made you want to go do it on your own? It's mm. a good question. Um, I think, um, okay, I think when, when, um, when when you're in a in a in a big company, mm -hmm. um, first it's, it's very likely not at first you'll you'll get hired for and you'll you'll get you'll get paid for sure. um, doing doing what you do no or what you're set to do no so so uh, 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 it sounds redundant but what I mean is uh, so so if you're a creative and maybe you're a copywriter then you'll you'll get paid to 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 push out copy no and you're you're doing um, and you're writing and you're getting your work out there and that's that's your job no yeah um, what happens is that um, for when you start growing in, in that sort of organization more and more uh, your work becomes to manage the work you were first hired to do mm -hmm. right so you become mm -hmm. less of a copywriter and more of a of a of a manager of copywriters yeah. right yeah. call it call it uh, a creative director, call it, call it what you will. No? Sure. Yeah. Leadership. Yeah. Yeah. But as, as you start growing, you start doing less and less of, of what got you in there in the first place and, and, and more of other shit. No? Sure. And, 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 and more business. Things. For that. More business and more politics. Yeah. No? yeah. Yeah. True. And some people are cut out for that. And, and I noticed that, that I, I started, um, there's two things I started missing now. One is, is the work. I started missing doing the work as much as I learned and I like uh, the management and the team building and so forth. I, 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 I missed doing the work that I, that I think I'm good at. No? Yeah, getting your hands dirty. And, and then the second piece is that I hate politics. Yeah. No? So, so I started getting, um, also I, I noticed that one of my, and, and I, again, Seis Grados showed me, showed me this or put me in contact with this, that, that I, I had, I had, uh, had stopped seeing it in myself. Yeah. Uh, it gave me an opportunity to 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 start from scratch, from from start from scratch, and 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 do things my own way. No, and yeah. and 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 you know, take take the bull by the horns and say, okay, this is the way it should be done, and and yeah. I, I'm not going to ask permission. I'm going to do it now. Just get it done. Yeah, and and uh, and that's not the way a big company works. So what I noticed is that uh, it gave me a lot of confidence, and wow. 
things can happen this mm-hmm. this other this other route no that which yeah. is not the normal corporate route and 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 i'm good at it no that's yeah. what i discovered about myself i said wow no i i can do this no and and there there are other ways no than than the, than the big corporate and the, and you know you you don't need you don't need the big business card and the big and the big office to get all this done so so that's what gave me the like that that spark to say well you know maybe there's a there's a different way now and um that that's more or less how, how it happened for me now I, I i noticed uh and i was you know already what it was at 40 41 42 and i was saying listen i don't i i i got i got to where i wanted to get at yep. the agency now there's maybe one or two more steps up i i more or less know what they look like but it's time for for something else and it's time to for you know i i'd be um uh, what's the word arrepentido no i'd be regretting yes uh, rest of my life if i didn't give myself the chance the chance yeah no? and and um and also why why at this point now because uh, uh, if if i if i had done it earlier i wouldn't have the, the experience or the confidence or oh, the, yeah, the to knowledge make yeah. to make it prosper now now so what, yeah, what happens sense. now is that uh, of, of course it's it's very um it's 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 scary no and, and you're out there and you have to start you start knocking on doors and so forth but what what happens is and in my case now after after having a long career and and and, a, and an agency that's big enough where you get to see a lot of clients you get to see a lot of collaborators the boss is fantastic in and out uh I noticed that that I have tons of people out there who who know my work, who 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 respect me, who like me, who whom I respect and like back, yeah. and who are eager to work with. No, so so yeah. it's a very funny story. No, and 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 I'll 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 end the question on this note. No, and I think you you like this uh, yeah. a lot. No, uh, so I told you I, I told you about the the Heineken story and how that provided us with the opportunity to do six Grados. Well. Uh, we didn't well Havas didn't didn't win that 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 pitch now which mm-hmm. was we're very sad part of the reason why i left is because uh, that that challenge uh, wasn't there uh, internally you could have just blamed me we should never have hired leo <laughs> yeah, that, that was the problem. Um, but um but then so so that was sad but then last tuesday i had a beer with the client no, okay. with the guy oh. who called the pitch. No, really, the, I love this. So, 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 and 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 why can I have the beer with this guy now? Sure, because I'm on my own. Yeah, but I've been in Havas. There's, there's, it's a non-starter. There's no way to have that conversation. But since now I'm independent, yeah, you know, I, I was, I was building. You know, I was trying to have an MVP, no, good enough credentials to have a good conversation. Yeah, I wrote him. He was very, you know, he was very eager to to hear from me. We had a beer. I told him what what I was doing, and and now um, uh, now he's handling the innovation portfolio for for Heineken Group, and it's That's it's an opportunity. We'll work together. So so those are the sort of things that that can happen when when you're smaller and more limbo. You you again, you're free from the, well, from the politics. Well, I don't, I don't think it's just that because. I think it's about who you are and what you want to do because that's how Jay Mando and I met. So when I met you at Havas and Sysimos, uh, Sysimos was a tool you were already using. When yeah. I met Jay, I actually was selling to him because he was looking for a new tool and I lost that pitch. And he didn't buy it. That's right. I didn't I, buy it. I heard it. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't buy. 
And now we're like the closest of friends. So I think it's about personality and inspiring people to want to work with you and doing good work because the reason, and I don't know if you could share or want to share, but the reason they didn't go with you could be for a million and one reasons. Maybe it was budget, right? Maybe they already decided to go with someone else. You know, maybe they were just doing it to see what else was out there. There's 101 reasons. So that just means that they loved your work and your team and what you were doing. And that's why they want to work with you. I think it, it, in, I think it comes, comes down to, to trust, no, and, yes. and, and, and how, how you're able to, to connect with, with people and, 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 and with projects and, and putting, and, 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 and I think that the, the goal should be to, to, to earn trust and to, and to keep that trust going now. So, so, so example, no, if, if, if to, if to gain trust for the client, if, 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 if the, the correct thing to do is say, listen, client, uh, I love your project, but, but you don't have a brief yet. And yeah, we yeah. can't do it unless until you, until you have a proper brief. Mm-hmm. That that's the way of building trust. Not yeah, perfectly. Take take the money and run. Not take the take the project and then do whatever you can. But yeah. but I think it's it's about um, it's about listening. It's about empathy. It's about finding out where the real pain points are. Agreed. Trying to find out where where you know if you can do anything about it no yeah and and then it's important that, no? don't be part of a pitch you, i mean if you can't provide what they're asking all right yeah i think um the other thing i say in both business development for agencies and for technology sometimes you're not pitching this business you're pitching future business all right i love that yeah so i i've worked i worked actually over the summer with a small agency pitching a big brand a big auto company out of New Jersey. And we could definitely do what they were asking. And we had a great pitch, great strategy, great team going in there, but we knew we were going to lose. We knew we were going to lose because we're just too small, but we just kept saying like, this is our time to shine. This is our time to get in front of everyone. Like if we won the business, we could do it and it'd be amazing, but they're most likely not going to go with us. And after that we lost, but now they're being called up for all this other work. Hey, we need this. We need that. We need this. We need that. And if we weren't in that room in that pitch, showing our thinking, showing our team, showing our zeal, it would never happen. Yeah. The, the other, the other uh, asset test I, 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 I give myself in, in those situations is, um, well, what, what can I learn from this? No? Yeah, like, true. You know, uh, you know af- after we go through this, is, is this an opportunity to learn anything? No, and, yeah. and, and the answer is most likely to be yes. No, sure. So, so if it is, it's it's worthwhile. No, so you're you're maybe not you you're doing it, you know, hoping you're you'll get a business, but you're also doing it to to give yourself a challenge to to stretch your capabilities to, to to sit in front and and, and you know and, and 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 get your work out there to see the reactions, and that's a learning experience, and that's 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 winning. No, agreed. And you need to do it right. Like I was taught earlier on, I remember I was part of a pitch. This is when I was very young and I knew we were going to lose. I knew we couldn't do it, but I wanted to do it. And my boss was like, don't do it. It's like, you're wasting your time and you're wasting their time. And I had to learn that too. Right. Cause I think that's important too. Like just because we want to learn or anything like that, we don't want to waste their time. That doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> what if we do win? It's like, Oh, Oh shoot. We can't do this. You know, like it doesn't help them. It doesn't help us. And I don't yeah. think it's just being a good person. So I think that's also 
an important takeaway. Like you wouldn't have done any of this if you didn't think you could actually do it. That's right. Yeah. And of course there's times when, you know what I mean? You take a leap of faith, you know, in business. I'm not saying that I'm talking about like when you straight up just know you can't do it. <laughs> right. I think there's a, is a gray area. So one of the questions a lot of entrepreneurs get, and I've gotten in the past though, is you have the idea, you saw the market opportunity, you had the emotional connection to what was happening and what you wanted to do from like a straight pragmatic tactical perspective. How'd you feel ready? And I'll give you some examples of things I get all the time. Was it a financial thing? Well, you mentioned age, so we could talk a little bit about that too. Was it age, experience, finance? Was talking to clients and prospects, I should say? Mm -hmm. uh, was it a combination of it all? Um, for, well, for me, there was a big, a big uh, factor in it. Was that, um, and, and I'm a nerd, and I'm a big nerd, so <laughs> I was able to. I, I had the, I had the, the. Um, I had a, a work frustration uh, a few years back now, maybe, I don't know, 2013, I don't know, mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, there was a, um, a promotion I didn't get and I was questioning myself, well, why did this happen? No? Why, why, why is it that I'm, that I'm not ready for this job? Why? No? And, and, and that set off a process that, that eventually made me um, uh, decide going on to um, do, doing a, a master's and I did an, an MBA. Yeah. So what the the MBA it did give me. Uh, you went to Northwestern, uh, right? I went to Northwestern. Yeah, the, the Northwestern School of Business, the, the Kellogg. They have a, a campus in Miami, which which was uh, great um, for me. It was very practical and no, it's a and also the, it, 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 the the network caters for the Latin American uh, community. Uh, pretty well now so yeah. so anyway no I, I went through that and and it was really a stretch because I, I was in, in many ways I was sort of out of my I don't want to say out of my league but at least out of my comfort zone right mm -hmm. so but what did happen is that it, it gives you tools to to look at things differently now so I was able to to have a, a much more sophisticated like business sense yeah, more true. frameworks to, to tackle to tackle problems from from a business angle and to, and to have and to frameworks to think think things through better and i, and I remember seeing you showed them to me you yeah. showed i remember seeing them like you even had like ownership percentages and yeah that i don't see a lot of entrepreneurs doing so so and and also a, a network of people whom whom uh, very very uh, trustworthy no and people who I knew would be a, a, a support system for this, even though if they're not in the books, if they're not, and they're not in the company. But there's tons of people I know I can call, and they, and they'll 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 walk me through 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 things now. Where, yeah, or even the even not even just from like a practical, even like an emotional thing. Like, what did I do? Totally, totally. <laughs> so go get a job. That's yeah. So so uh, for me also that was a big turning point. No, and and I started getting. Also, going through that, I started, uh, similar to what happened with, with Seis Graus, I started discovering um, from a different lens and in a different concept, concept discovering um, what my strengths were, what my weaknesses were, and how, how I can contribute no, to, to, a, to, a, to, a, to a proper discussion. No? Sure. And, and, and not from the context of advertising, no? where you, you're, there's something you're expected, and so the answer is always, 
um, measured in terms of, of advertising, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, is this creative enough? Is this breakthrough? You know, like these yeah, innovative enough. Yeah. yeah. But but when you when you take this skill set and use it for something, you know, it's a parallel track. It's, it's the same skill set, but instead of talking about an ad campaign, you're talking about a business with yeah. the same skill set. That's true. Uh, it becomes super valuable. So things that, that in our world are commoditized, you know, just, just take a step sideways. You, you know enough to, to speak the language and, and all of a sudden you have superpowers. No? Yes. Because we, we're, we, we can think things through in, in ways that are very different from, from the ways normal business people course. think yeah. through. So that was a big factor. No? And that gave me a, a, a lot of, of faith in, in myself and, and in, in, in identifying that it was the right moment. No? And also a great set of of, um, of mentor mentors. Now we're saying that, that that could walk me through that. Um, so for me, that was I think that was the the, the turning point. Was was yeah. that was was doing doing that that MBA and 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 doing it while I was working and doing it already with that little you know little uh, hint that 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 I might a little want spark. To, yeah, I want to start something on my own. Um, yeah. So that like that's that's having the experience, the knowledge to get going that really set you up to say I'm ready to do this because I'm going to do this well and I'm going to do this with a plan. I'm not just jumping into the deep end. Yeah, that that's it. I think there's also uh, something to be said about about taking taking the leap. No, I think of course it's, it's like having a baby. Now, if you wait. So you're ready or you're never going to have it. No, you're, you're never yeah. going to feel fully ready. That's and, true. Yeah. And what, what, in a way, what, 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 uh, lets you become ready is doing it. So it's kind of a paradox, not like you. Yeah. So, so, so of course, now there's times, there are better times than, other, than of others, but, but, um, but I think, um, yeah, I mean, once, once, once you feel you're, you're, you're there or you're almost there, it's, it's, there comes a point where it's just, following following through and, and taking the leap yeah i think it's it's not risk it's calculated risk so the other piece in in in, in taking the leap was that i was while, while i was still at havas uh, and without breaking any any breaches or anything i was able to to sort of test the waters with with a specific project with, yeah. with a friend from kellogg that where where i could contribute i could see I remember you know, that you went down to Miami. Yeah, and and so so that was very very helpful also. No, so so before, you know, before before uh, jumping off one platform, I was able to sort of test the waters of the next platform. Sure. You know? Again, that calculated risk. You, yes, yes. Yeah. So, so see more or less where where you could land, and and yeah. and that also gave me gave me a lot of a lot of uh, confidence for that last last mile. Amazing. So one of the things I always ask right before I end the podcast is sometimes, you know, we, we talk about being happy. We talk about the zeal, the passion, and that's always there. But as artists, we also have days that are hard. Right? And as entrepreneurs, we also have days that are hard. Like mm-hmm. I've woken up many times saying like, what am I doing? I'm sure you've had it. I'm sure almost everyone's had this. Like, what am I doing? Right. How do you push through those days? Is it, do you just have a friend or whatever it is? I'll let you just, just answer it without loading the question. Yeah. Um, what I, and, 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 and I'm not always successful at this now. Mm. Uh, no, sure. I mean, I had, I had this great advice um, from, from a coworker when I was leaving. 
and and um, she told me about about discipline now so so discipline? it sounds very cliche but it's uh, there's little things now like like you know keeping a routine now and keeping yeah. you know things that you know be ready for the work like set 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 everything up as if you were very busy no as if yeah. there was a lot of work and okay, then interesting. when the work comes you'll be ready no so i so, like that so for me um and, and there's simple things now like like I, I have a family i have three kids and, and my wife and and we have a dog so it's <laughs> very simple now so the dog yeah. she, no dog she wakes up very early and somebody has to walk her so, yeah, so that it. became like my discipline now is okay well i'll walk the dog now in the morning so so you know every day before 7 a.m i'm up now by that time i've, I've yeah. walked the dog I've, I've given her food I'm, I'm almost like ready to go so so i use that to, to structure my, my day now. And then that's um, amazing. I, my laughter is of recognition. That's why I was laughing as you know, truth pug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so I think, uh, I, I think routine now and, and, and having setting yourself up for, you know, I was very quick to, to, um, to get a, a co-working space now and, and, and get myself out of home now and, and, and sit at, at a desk now. Yes. Uh, even if it, if I thought I had nothing to do and try to, you know, to, to structure the day in a way where, where, where pro productivity can. Sure. You're working. Yeah, yeah. So, so, and, and, and I, and I think there's also, you have to, um, and for me that has been, I was very lucky that the first, the first four months were very busy. We're great. We got enough projects to, to keep ourselves, you know, occupied to have, sure. to have some, some, some accounts receivable now on, on the way. Some money. But then, but then January and February have been very just slower, no, much slower. Yeah. So, so, and I think that's part of the cycle. And and the other thing is, um, I for me, it, it also helps to to try to um, keep myself busy by by being proactive with with the work. Like and, and like some some of the things we're doing is is um, uh, I I don't wait for the for the brief or for the client. Now there's two or three two or three things we're cooking that. Um, before the opportunity comes up, we we want to have a, a solution ready. Ready, yeah. So, so being for me that that's also very exciting. No, if I, if I think yeah. there's an opportunity, I'll try to. And that's more of an entrepreneurial side. No, I sure, try sure. to come up with a, with a solution, be ready, and then push it out instead of of having more like a pull um, yeah. dynamic. No, no, that makes sense. I think that's that's really important. Routine for me is really important. That's why I was laughing. Like I said, it was a laughter of recognition with the dog. Like she makes sure I get up. <laughs> right. Cause I could always just hit that snooze button if she wasn't around and sleep for like 10, 20 more minutes, but I'm up, I'm dressed, especially where I've lived the past couple of years. Like I need to get dressed to go outside. <laughs> like, you know, it's freezing and I live on the ninth floor. So I really can't just like let her out. I actually have to go outside. So I, I get that very much. So uh, thank you. I think I know you will continue to be an inspiration to many people. So I have to thank you for doing this. And you've always been an inspiration to me too. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And where can people find you if they wanted to work with you? Is it only in Latin America, only Mexico? Can someone work with you in the States? Someone who's in Australia? Even if, or even no. if they wanted to be part of your team. Yeah. Definitely, we're we're um, well. We're we're based in Mexico, but we're very very keen and very eager to start um, being as location independent as as we can. 
mm-hmm. uh, um, so so yeah very eager to take up work uh, coming from anywhere now right now we're 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 starting in conversations for projects in in Peru we're we're going to to Spain near the end of the year to start exploring and of course the states it's it's so nearby and and I think there's um there's uh, many opportunities to do things in in the states different differently with people who think differently now so yeah. I think um, it's like nearshoring to Mexico makes makes a lot of sense sure. because we have you know we we have the language we have a close enough cultural fit to be able to to understand more or less where the where the where the bullets are coming from and um and um so, so and, and and a different cost structure that which is true now and it can be a real real advantage so so anyway um our site is postdata.io and and um, i'm alfredo at postdata.io so very happy to you know to 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 listen to to challenges or maybe we can help and also to to listen to um, to talent people who, who who can be on board um again thank thanks to you leo we're, we're i'm already uh, cooking something with with jay uh, in new york so so uh, there's a few emails back and forth and and i'll be there for two weeks in in june oh well let me know because then uh hopefully i could uh, plan a trip that time soon Perfectly. Yeah. June 22nd. I'll, I'll, I'll write that to you, but it's, it's very, very eager. No, it's uh, again, one of those very funny stories, not through random connections. I met a guy who's a very experienced shoemaker. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know this. So, so so this guy had had an idea and, and long story short, he had a nice, very nice idea for, for, uh, for a brand, but very, very, very bad, um, very bad execution for the brand. Yeah. So, so we, we partnered with him. We're, we're, we're working out the marketing and it's a, it's a, so it's a sneakers that will be, um, made in, uh, made in Mexico, but, but sold in the States. And, nice. and it's, we're, and it's, it's, it's very exciting. Huh? We're launching it in, in very soon and, and hopefully the test market will be in New York city and got we'll it. walking the streets and talking to people in June about it. Amazing. You can't say the name of the company yet. Not yet, not yet. It's still it's still not registered. We we came up with a name uh, last last week. We we ran after. Well, we did some data. <laughs> we had we yeah. had maybe seven or eight names we liked, but but that that's a good a good. I think that's a good case for for really testing the waters with numbers and seeing how people react. So we cool. settled in on on four names, but then only one of them was was uh, more or less readily available for trademark. Yeah, in the yeah. States. So so. Yeah, as as uh, until we have that that paper signed, I, I I'm not. You can't share it just yet. All right. Well, hopefully by the time I launch this, I can put it on the show notes. Alfredo, muchas gracias, amigo. Ah, uh, de nada. It's always a pleasure, Leo. Great, great, great. We could do the retake and and um, and be seeing you soon.